Welcome to the Botcast Podcast. My name is Don. And I'm Scott. And we are uh, in another different location because we're now a traveling podcast. <laughs> uh, we're in my basement, mm-hmm. which is the first time we've ever been podcasting in my house. Actually, I think that is the first time we've ever been podcasting in your house. One thing I've noticed is that I do hear through the headphones the fan. Okay. From I guess it's from the heater. Uh-huh. I have a fan that makes noise in my basement. Oh, no, right there, right? That's the vent. Is that what the noise is? I don't feel like that's where it's coming from. Yeah. I can hear it. See, he doesn't even <laughs> know his house yet, so like he literally just moved in like yeah. what, a month ago, two month months and, ago? A month and a half. Okay. But, yeah, almost yeah. exactly. Yeah, a yeah. month and a half ago. It's great. And, and I mean, he's got like 60,000 kids, minus one or two. He loses some time. He loses them sometimes. They go for a good price on eBay. Yeah, and so this is finally a house where you can kind of spread out and, you know, lose the kids and, yeah. Sort of. I I mean, I'm sure that there's one that probably wants to come down and play video games. There's probably one that wishes the Lego station where we are. We are among Legos, guys. These are Legos. I don't know if you guys hear the Legos. And to make it worse, (laughs) they're off school tomorrow because of COVID. So, like, now. It's Noir Spider-Man Lego. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, don't leave that there. I might actually did, did you see the new Spider Man? Yeah, I liked it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um I I took all of the kids. Uh wife did not go. I did not take my youngest because that would have been a disaster. Okay. Um and we went and I think all of us really liked it. Nice. So just because these have a tendency to be posted nine to ten months later, uh, <laughs> that was the latest No Way Home Spider-Man. <laughs> By the time this is posted, it could be Spider-Man bought another home or and something. That's true. <laughs> so, or Spider-Man Homeward Bound the Incredible Journey or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, yeah, that, that might be true. Or Venom Eats Spider-Man or something like that. I'd say spoiler, but if you haven't seen it by the time this <laughs> is posted... <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope. Yeah. Have, you, have you seen any of the Venom movies? I have not. Have you? I saw the first one on a on a plane. Is it, like, because did Marvel have anything to do with those? Not really. See, I think that's why I didn't see it because I don't trust Sony outside of Marvel. So, when you're on an airplane and you're just bored and you decide that's what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, it wasn't horrible. Don't watch it with the kids. Okay. Um. The guy that plays Venom and the Venom and his name's Eddie Brock, the dynamic there is great. The story isn't bad, and the end is your typical superhero CGI fight. Okay. But it's it's better than Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. It's better than what was a bad Marvel movie? Well, well, I don't think that was Marvel at the time. It's better than Ghost Rider. Once again, not Marvel. Right. Yes, Marvel, but not Marvel. I think that was all Fox and um, Sony yeah. that made those. Cool. And then once Marvel started like making good movies. Better than Iron Man 2. Okay. Because that was kind of a downer. That was kind of a crappy... Iron Man 2 was kind of eh. Okay, that's fair. So. That's fair. I <clears throat> We started watching Black Widow oh. and didn't realize that that wasn't necessarily for kids. Oh, yes. No. There's a couple of spots in there that um, I didn't feel like explaining yet. And I thought um, it was a good movie, though. I haven't finished it because we kind of walked away from it. Okay. We, it was on Disney. We were watching it. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, like, they were talking about, like, sterilization and stuff. And we're like, oh, oh. yeah, uh, well, Ezra, um, <laughs> that long word is a medical procedure. <laughs> um, yeah. So we just kind of, like. And Ezra looked like he was a little weirded out by it, too. So okay. it was kind of, eh, all right, yeah. Got it. He's, he's a fourth grader. Yeah. Who was exposed to COVID today. Yeah. By the time you hear this, you might have forgotten what mm-hmm. COVID is. And my daughter, who is in his class, <laughs> I guess, like, also got exposed to COVID today. Oh, did you get the email? Uh, yeah, we got the email. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so I, I well, mean, we already had the Optimus Prime version, so, like, I'm assuming... Again, I'm just assuming that's the version they got. Yeah, so Ezra had Delta Force back in September. Okay. Which for you guys, when you hear this, that was a year ago, September, not tomorrow. Right. <laughs> or whatever this comes out. Um, I'll quit that joke. I'll quit that. Yeah. Uh, he had it last fall during school. So he's okay. right on the cusp of that 90 days where they say you're you're kind of at your peak. Yeah. 
So I'm imagining he's probably fine. Well, apparently I can get shot in the head for at least three months. Um, I'm sorry? Isn't that what happens? Like, you get COVID and you're like, are I invincible for a while? Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. Um, yeah, don't tr- don't test it. Okay. Right. I, I So I had vaccine in March, COVID itself in August slash September, and I have a booster. Okay. So I think I'm cool for a while. Well, I had a friend... I got a co- co-worker. Rest in peace. And no, no she had two. So she got the two first versions. She got the booster. And like three weeks after she got the booster, she got COVID. Was she like licking doorknobs? I like, don't know. Was she like sharing a cup at McDonald's <laughs> with all the strangers? Like, what is she doing? I mean, she is a teacher. So, I mean, oh, yes, yeah, that's just... probably actually more true than. Do you think any of your students do like hate crimes? Like, I'm going to cough at Mr. Sulek's like drink because I hate him see I don't leave my so so like when when no one's in the building I'll like leave the you know my my cup in the drinking fountain I'll go to the bathroom come back out and get it I would definitely not Not do do that that, if I know that students are anywhere in the building Um, I just feel like I'd be like passed out on the floor like drugged (laughs) up with something Um, hey let's drop some drugs into Mr. Sulik's drink I, I mean, I think I get along with the students pretty well. I mean, I'm fairly well respected with them, but... There's always that one. I, actually, that's pretty much, yeah. Uh-huh. See, I don't work in a job where I have students. Okay. So I just wait for my kids to think we could kill Dad in his sleep. Okay, that's fair. Well, I mean, do you make it, I don't think you make enough money yet, so you need at least a couple more raises before <laughs> it's worth it. Yeah, I have a life insurance policy. They're probably eyeballing. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Which there's only like 10 years left on that. It's a term. Oh. So they only got 10 years to do the deed. So you don't have much time left then. No. Well, <laughs> it was fun podcasting with well, you. Well, I was going to say, we got to get through Ezekiel at least before those 10 years. So Yeah, I guess I guess that's a good segue. So the next book we have to have is sh- <laughs> must be shorter. Yeah, uh, we already did the short prophets. <laughs> I still think we should do a narrative. We should do Judges or Samuel. Uh, I'm good with that. All right. I'm good with that. Because I like, I'll be dead before Isaiah... Uh, gets finished. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You you definitely would not get. We wouldn't get through Isaiah. Psalms. That'd be weird. Well, I mean, that might fit. Until we got to one nineteen. But where are my enemies? Oh God, defend me! Uh, Would be cool. Oh yeah, yawn. Nice professional podcasting. See, see uh, <laughs> uh, oh, it's contagious. Mm. Um, it'd be cool mm. if we did like, if we did a Samuel and we could kind of like say, and this is when David wrote this psalm, and then kind of go through uh, that psalm. That would be kind of cool. You know, we'll Excellent. forget about that in 30 chapters when we get... We would. Well, luck, yeah. luckily, though, like, I feel like, you know, it's starting to... Ezekiel, I was like, okay, we're rehashing some stuff. But but I think we're getting to the point where or Ezekiel's going to start getting positive. We, we, like, take a break where we start slamming some other nations. So, I mean, at least Israel yeah, won't know, be the like, only through, nation. We know at least through 22s gets pretty gritty. Yeah, and then a couple... Well, then a couple... I think a couple chapters after that... God starts taking out some, uh, um, threatening some of the other countries. And then I think after that, we, we get some, All right. some positive stuff. But at least we, we get to, to take out some other countries, not just Israel, before um, we get to... Uh, <clears throat> I was uh, responding to somebody in Professor Dyke's Facebook group asking, how, yeah. did you see that? He asked, like, how Joshua, like, how we can make heads or tails of, like, genocide in Joshua. Oh, no, I didn't see that one. I was like, bro, rookie question, man. We've been answering that one for years. But I was, like, looking at some of the um, the seven different nations that, like, Israel goes after in the book. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's kind of, they had some success at the start. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But, so, um, yeah. No, I do try and keep t- track of his, p- but I have not been on Facebook much at all um, recently. What is, what is that? I don't know. Okay. I don't know if I should have touched it. Yeah, Don's touching some stuff on his wall that... Like Spiderweb, kind of shady, actually. We'll put it over here in the bicycles. Okay, the, it looks like it fits there better. <laughs> Still kind of scary. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Probably eat us later. Yeah, probably. A little fuzzball. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. Right. So Ezekiel. Boom. Yeah. Uh, All right. So Ezekiel? last week. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to Ezekiel. If I remember correctly, Ezekiel um, twenty and um, Israel thought that they were. Um, getting a, a history lesson, and Ezekiel, with, with a little bit of sarcasm, comes in with uh, a, a very different history than they're used to. 
um, going through major or four major time periods within their history. And um, it actually comes down where, where they thought that something else happened. And he's like, actually, it's your sin, your idolatry, your, um, your worship of idols, et cetera, et cetera, that, that is bringing you to this point. And um, that actually brings us to um, verse 33, where we're, they've already kind of gotten the rewritten history type thing going on. And they want something different, and God's like, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. In fact, I got a different idea. Um, is that fairly accurate yeah. from what we talked about last week? Mm-hmm. Okay. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? Last time we met? Yeah. Yes. Last time the listener probably Oh, yeah, heard. last yeah. time you guys listened to it two weeks ago. There you go. Yes. I'm just trying to stay on the programming. <laughs> Which is exactly what I was thinking, <laughs> Yes. Um, so with that, um, 33 through maybe 44? Uh, yeah, if you want to hit that whole chunk, sure. Yeah. That's a lot, but... Oh, okay. We're, we're... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Buckle right. in, the listener. And then 45, we'll probably throw into chapter 21, which we'll, we'll go ahead and get started today. Yeah. Um, so with that, I am reading out of the ESV... As I live, declares the Lord God, surely with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm and with wrath poured out, I will be king over you. His love endures forever. Sorry. That's an old song. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't even alive when that was made. <laughs> I will bring you out from the peoples and gather you out of the countries where you are scattered with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm and with wrath poured out. For- oh, sorry. His wrath endures forever. Sing prayer. Uh, <laughs> as, I, <laughs> um, as I entered into. No, j- you skipped because I'm a jerk. Oh. Uh, 35. So it's his fault. And I will bring you into the wilderness of the peoples, and there I will enter into judgment with you face to face. That sounds scary. <laughs> as I entered into judgment with your fathers in the wilderness of the land of Egypt, so I will enter judgment with you declares the Lord God I will make you pass under the rod and I will bring you into the bond of the covenant I will purge out the rebels from among you and those who transgress against me I will bring them out of the land where they sojourn but they shall not enter the land of Israel then you will know that I am the Lord as for you O house of Israel thus says the Lord God go serve every one of you his idols now and hereafter if you will not listen to me but my holy name you shall no more profane with your gifts and your idols for on my holy mountain the mountain height of israel declares the lord god there all the house of israel all all of them shall serve me in the land there i will accept them and there i will require your contributions uh, and the choicest of your gifts with all your sacred offerings as a pleasing aroma, I will accept you when I bring you out from the peoples and gather you out of the countries where you have been scattered. And I will manifest my holiness among you in the sight of the nations. And you shall know that I am the Lord when I bring you into the land of Israel, the country that I swore to give to your fathers. And there you shall remember your ways and all your deeds with which you have defiled yourselves and you shall loathe yourselves for all the evils that you have committed and you shall know that I am the Lord when I deal with you for my name's sake not according to your evil ways nor according to your corrupt deeds O house of Israel declares the Lord God that was a chunk yes it was that was a chunk of reading excuse me I'd say there's probably two good major well not good major ideas but just two two things fairly addressed what you got um, I gotta find it. I'm. Oh, okay. Then forgot my. I was halfway in a. Uh, I was in a meeting, so I didn't load everything that I was supposed to to come over here. I'm not I used gotta, to it. So you take it away for now. I'm lowering your microphone. Oh, there thank you. you. Oh, okay, now it's too low. Dang it! It's, it's gonna fall off the table. I'm breaking everything. Anyway, um, yeah, just the uh, initial thing that kind of stuck out that struck me a little bit is that they're going to live under God's wrath. He will be their king, but it's not going to be the pleasantest of existences to start out. Um, As I live, declares the Lord, surely with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm and with wrath poured out, I will be king over you. Mm. I mean, there's like that. I don't know. I couldn't figure out what to make of it, except for that Israel is going to live under judgment Mm -hmm. for a while. Um, That's kind of the start of 
this kind of restorative message, but it takes a little bit to get there. Yeah, he so like Christopher Wright actually called it a there will be a new exodus. Um, unfortunately, this exodus will be an exodus of great wrath, but it will bring them into a new reality, something mm-hmm. very different from what they experienced in their original story. And so, you know, you got a, you got that whole wrath, wrath, wrath part, which which sounded kind of scary, like being face to face with God sounded like a, a scary encounter anyway. And now they're facing God's wrath face to face. Yep. <laughs> Don't want to be in that situation. Um, but that that would be the exodus that would bring them out of, of the current situation um, and then bring them into a very different history where God and, and, and Israel are back on good terms with each other in a very different relationship where God is king um, and they honor him the way they're supposed to as king. So with, uh, you know, Israel scattered out um, with the exiles, et cetera, there seems to be that they've had that desire, that wish to, uh, I, I'm hesitant to say that prayer, mm-hmm. uh, to, to be welcomed back to the land, to go back to where they're supposed to. And God's like, oh, I'll gather you back as a nation. But here he's saying, but I'm taking you out to the wilderness. Like he's, he's not necessarily giving them that promised land back. Right. He's, he's taking them out for maybe, like you're saying, it's a different type of exodus. Yeah. But he's going to gather them back. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, be ready, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah. Hold on to your... Whatever you hold on to. Tunic? Tunics? I don't know. Yeah. What they wear in Babylon? Babylonian clothes. Mm, hold on <laughs> hold on to your Babylonian clothes. Hold on to your Babylonian clothes. It's about to go to the wilderness. All right. <laughs> but yeah, it just seems a little bit uh, not as fun. No. It doesn't sound like before, you know, where they're leaving their tormentors in Egypt. They're, you know. Uh, leaving all that behind. They're plundering Egypt on the way out the door. They're like going out to do festivals. They're going to worship God. They're like finally free of all this. And then they goof it up here. It's like, yeah, you goofed up. So like, come on, we're going to gather you back up. But while you're here, yeah, we're going to have a talk. Well, I wonder, like, did they once again, or I mean, did they become complacent in Babylon? Like, yes, they were in exile, and I don't know, and maybe I just don't remember when we talked about this or if we talked about this, but was life that bad in Babylon in regards to like, I mean, it wasn't like a, an Egypt type of slavery. Right. They were upset that Jerusalem was being destroyed and then family was being destroyed and they got exiled and displaced from the world that they had belonged. Um Obviously, Babylonian culture was very, very against the way God did things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounded like they were doing things against the way God th- did things long before they got there. Yeah, so, so there, there's like freedom in Babylon, but they chose that freedom to go and be Babylonians. Right. Like Israel chose that freedom to be Babylonians mm-hmm. in a way. So so I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I guess it was kind of that... I don't know, maybe a shock factor just where uh, we really are stuck here. Or, I don't know what, what would have yeah. been going through their heads. Uh, yeah, I wonder. In, <clears throat> I, I didn't find anything in my commentaries, either of them, that said anything about this, but it's almost like God's like, well, I'm still going to be your God against your will and kind of begrudgingly, mm-hmm. <laughs> like in this section here. But I, well, I won't say begrudgingly because he really does kind of like he just kind of lays it down like mm-hmm. this is how it is. I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'm going to call you. I'm going to gather you. I'm going to bring you out. I'm going to judge you. So, well, I mean, in all honesty, you know, I, I definitely want to be close to God. But really, when God has to do heart surgery on my heart <laughs> or when I need to be like, in, in, in my place or I'm not in a good place, you know, in a good spot, I can't say that I go, hey, God, make it tough for me for a little bit so that you can bring me into a deeper relationship Please with you. Please refine me. <laughs> right. I, I don't yeah. pray that prayer often. I'm not saying I don't want it. I just wish I could avoid the refining part and just be refined. Right. Um, so, I mean, that's not necessarily something I beg of. I'm grateful for after the process is over. Um and I'm grateful for the process after the process is over, but I can't say that that wilderness journey or that time of refining is ever like, woohoo, 
is awesome. Yeah. Like, come on, find some more sin on me and, you know, fix it. <laughs> you know, and, and there's some sarcasm there because, yes, I want it fixed, but I still don't like the process. Right. Um, yeah, we always, we always make that joke, like, never pray for patience or, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, because it's, you're probably going to learn patience the hard way. Right, kind right. Of thing. So uh, I've prayed for that in a while. So put that on <laughs> the prayer list. Got it. Thanks, well, homie. I'll be praying the same for you. No, no, then I won't pray it for you. Well, that's not very Christ-like of you. You know? <laughs> I think you're being just patient enough. <laughs> I want patience now! <laughs> um, well, one of the... Um, yeah, so... I'm trying to think. I, I really don't have anything else. Um, I got that, a that, couple little things. All right, what you got? Um... The shepherd Im- imagery that starts like in 37, I'll make you pass under the rod and I will bring you into the bond of the covenant. That first statement um, is very common in the ancient Near East to like interchange shepherd and king, mm-hmm. uh, which shows us a little bit of a messianic foreshadowing. Yeah. Of shepherd, king, Christ, Jesus coming. Um, but also God already working in that role as their shepherd and saying you're going to pass under. And what's interesting is he's basically saying, like, I'm going to bring you back to me. You're my prized possession. You're coming back. But as you're saying, what comes next is, I will purge out the rebels from among you, and those who transgress against me, I will bring them out of the land where they sojourn, but they shall not enter the land of Israel. Uh, Then you will know I'm the Lord. So he's basically presenting here he's kind of presenting the framework of a covenant but we could say it's kind of a new covenant um Hmm. where he's starting to say this one's going to involve a heart cleansing as opposed to the ceremonial cleansings that the we'll call it old covenant might have presented so there's definitely like a messianic little blast here and he kind of continues it with an eschatological, which just means end of days, where he says, For on my holy mountain, the mountain height of Israel, declares the Lord, there all the house of Israel, all of them shall serve me in the land. There I will accept them, and there I will require your contributions and your choices gifts with all your sacred offering. Um, the term there for holy mountain actually... Um, probably points to the millennial throne, not the holy mountain in Israel itself. Hmm. So we're now looking at the eternal reign of Christ and calling Israel back to himself. And that um, the, the, I will accept them there and I will require your contributions and choices of your gifts with all your uh, sacred offerings. Um, some commentators argue about this, according to my commentary, that this is uh, part of the divine things that was often uh, a prize in holy war. And the divine things, the choices of offerings, the uh, sacred, or sorry, the sacred offering, the contributions, your best gifts or whatever, could actually be referring to the people themselves. Uh I'm going to require all of you like a hundred percent of you, your whole entire being, which once again could paste that more in a eschatological end times view, okay. potentially. Yeah, interesting. So it's a lot there. Yeah, that is. So, um, kind of scrolling down a little bit. I feel like I'm talking a lot. Like I got, I got to get the note here. No, you got this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, and forty-two, and you shall know that I'm the Lord when I bring you into the land of Israel. The country that I swore to give to your fathers. So he basically says, you will know that I'm the Lord um, when they're being restored. So there's this piece Mm -hmm. that restoration is what brings knowledge of God. So a lot of people um, will approach salvation with, once I know enough about the religion, once I know enough about the God, then I will decide if that's the route I'm going to go. Mm -hmm. So they'll investigate Christianity, Buddhism, Judaism, whatever it happens to be, and once they get the knowledge, they're saying, that's what I'm, I, I've got, and that's where I'm going to go with this. But this actually plays out the opposite, and you will know that I'm the Lord when I bring you out. So you'll know that I'm the Lord when I've restored you. Hmm. 
So that's kind of once again when we're looking at like the salvific piece of Christians nowadays, like we don't become Christians by knowing everything we can learn about Jesus. We become Christians when after he's restored us, we know we learn about him. Like kind of that ever does that make sense? Yeah, I think like so. The ever growing yeah. uh knowledge that you get after salvation. Okay. So like you can't learn your way into the kingdom of God, essentially. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that's interesting. And then last but not least, I think until the next section. Oh my gosh, you just keep talking. Uh yeah, I know. And there you shall remember your ways and all of your deeds in which you have defiled yourselves and you shall loathe yourselves <clears throat> for all the evils that you have committed. And that sounds like horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, man, I don't want to remember all that stuff. <laughs> but this is one of those where, like, the me- grace is bringing about true repentance from the people. So when they're restored, when they're getting knowledge of God, then they're going to be brought to true repentance. Hmm. So if we're kind of putting in that list, God restores them. They learn about God. They realize what they've done and how they've wronged God, and that brings them to true sorrow and true repentance. Mm. So it kind of goes through that, you know, I don't want to say it's like a soteriology, but it is almost like the way salvation is working itself out after restoration. Well, I mean, is that the idea that you hate your own sin? Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't go back and be like, oh, yeah, you know, like. But you can't hate your own sin until you've been restored. Got it. Got it. Like, you might, I mean, Somebody out there is like, well, yeah, I really hated being a drug addict. Like, yeah, I get you. But, like, you're probably not repenting to the God of the universe about your drug habit until you've been restored. Got it. And you're really struggling and fighting against that sin. Okay. So, I see. All right. Yeah, that's all I got for that section. So okay. There's a, there's a potential. And I'm, I, I'm on a kick right now with, like, the uh, entire view of Scripture being prophetic. Um, because I read one stupid line by a commentator that basically said, in the beginning, that phrase in Genesis uh, is usually accompanied by, or the thought is finished with, in the end. So, like, it's that Rashid, which is beginning, and then it's Ashit, which is the end. And they usually, like, encapsulate, they're usually, like, in the same, I know you're trying not to laugh. Uh, they usually <laughs> encapsulate in the same thing. And the commentator basically said, the, this shows that in the beginning God was creating with the end in mind hmm. so the first words in Genesis set up like prophecy through the entire book Okay. so the entire which we know the entire book points towards the coming of Christ the first time and then the right. coming of Christ the second time this commentator would argue that it points towards Christ's second coming from the beginning of the book oh wow so I'm kind of on that kick right now. So at the place of creation, God had the end in mind. Yes. As to what was going to happen with that second coming. So I'll just write it out. So this is the, you guys can't see this. He drew an R and E and a letter I can't read. So it looks like a five. Okay. All right. These are the Hebrew words, okay? Mm-hmm. In the beginning is Bera. Okay. Yes, it sounds like a swear word. Yeah. All right. This is usually a company to say, this is usually, it literally means the start in the beginning. Okay. It's, it's used like in Kings and others to say at the start of a King's tenure. Mm-hmm. And then it's usually followed with at the end. Okay. These two usually go together with each other. Okay. Genesis doesn't have this. It starts with in the beginning and there's no end until you get to Revelation. Right. So the commentators arguing that like since this is marking a period of time, it's not finishing the period of time until Christ's return. Uh. So God's creating in the beginning with the end. So there wasn't I guess like you could look at it like God didn't create us and then say, Oh no, they rebelled. Like he knew in the beginning that there's gonna have to be a uh, a plan for the end. Well, we even see pictures of that in in, in Deuteronomy when we went through. I mean, because he's not like, if you go ahead and mess up. I yeah, mean, he's like, when? It's like, well, dang, where's the confidence? Um, 
He's like, oh, back in Genesis, that created. Okay. <laughs> With that end in mind, that co- I don't need to have confidence because I know, you know. Right. But just reading the book through like that prophetic lens, that eschatological lens, it's kind of my little hobby right now. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, mine's Revelation. Well, looking, see, we're all about the eschatology. Looking at Jesus through the <laughs> eyes of Revelation where... You enjoying those uh, Chandler sermons? Yes, and I picked up that book, that 400 and some page book. Oh, it's that big? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's good. Um, it's really good. Um, it pages. is really good. Um, and it's just, it's focused on, deci- so I guess listeners, it's focused on the discipleship of, um, the discipleship, hold on, let me <laughs> get her. look up the book. So the book is called... <laughs> It was a really, really good one. Discipleship on the Edge, looking at discipleship through the eyes of Revelation. Um, and it's really, really good so far. Um, and it's just kind of focused on, you know, how is it that we live as believers? Um, yes, following Jesus um, and seeing how he was through the Gospels, but also realizing that um, he is risen and so how is it that can, we can live with that same confidence knowing where God is, where Jesus is sitting on his throne um, as high priest, as king, etc. Um, and I'm still in the very early stages of the book, but being, you know, Revelation 1. But it's, it, is, it is pretty stinking awesome. It's been a few um, years since we did that study. Yeah. That was a fun study, Revelation. Well, I think this one takes the same perspective that we did because, like, you know, you've got that four main, you know, the four main types of how you should read Revelation. And I think we sat there in that study with, with the four of us and we're sitting there going like, wait, this seems like it's it's taking a very different picture, a very different um, perspective. It, it's revealing what's going on in the heavenlies and and that sort of thing. And, and that seems to be the direction that this book takes it. If you listen to the dude's sermons, he definitely read this book, um, <laughs> which he says openly in the, in the beginning of, of the, the series. So um, I'm thinking that I use a commentary by Leon Morris. <clears throat> who I, yeah, I did. That's hilarious. I've read his other stuff. Um, sorry. Uh, this guy? Mind. No, no, no. A different guy that does revelation. Oh, okay. I ADD there for a second. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, it's a good book, um, but still very yeah. So I've gone very Revelation. I keep trying to study Acts, and every time I t- I've got like four or five different commentaries on Acts because so I'm I'm gonna study Acts, and then I buy a new commentary, and then I get distracted. And I have one and a half if you count the John Stott Acts Bible okay. comes alive. Yeah. So, do I still have that? It might actually be in that pile over there. I don't know. I can't remember if I kept that or not. I sold a bunch of books. I well, bought most of them back on Logos, but... Well, we're about ready to lose listeners because we're not allowed to talk about the New Testament. It's like Old Testament. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. The New this Testament. is Old Testament yeah. podcast. Isn't o- that even T, in our title? Yeah. Revel what? Asian? <laughs> what kind of name is that for a book? Um, so do you want to pick up... Uh, yeah, you chug that water. Told you it was dry down here. Guys, he's like... He's drank like a whole Nelgene close <laughs> um you could probably spill that bottle down here and it would probably be dry like in 20 minutes oh wow it's this basement's dry it if i wasn't water. thirsty i'd go ahead and try it it could be fun yeah it could be yeah good experiment all right i have so, more water in the house like we can get you water. <laughs> <laughs> um all right so now i gotta get out of the commentary that i just opened <laughs> up or the book and so we're still in 20 um, my commentary specifically mentioned that 20 kind of goes into 21 much better. It fits better into 21 than it does 20. Mm-hmm. Um, that um, they were saying that the initial break seemed to make more sense um, with 21. Um, I, I don't know if yours had mentioned anything about that or were, whether yours just kind of said, well, it's part of 20. Mine basically <laughs> said that like 45 through 48 were like the start of the prophecy. 49 was a personal note, like, oh man, come on, they're gonna think I'm nuts. And then 21 actually starts with the interpretation of it, so. Okay. 
So it kind of fits the same way. Right. All right. So I'll go ahead and read chapter 21, verse 45 to the end of chapter 21. Sorry, I'm switching this week from one tab. 45 to 21.7. Oh, 21. Oh, yes. That's exactly what I said. You said the end of 21. Bro, we ain't got that kind of No, time. no, not, not, I'm sorry. Yeah, 21-7. <laughs> Should I read from 45 to the beginning of 21 or to 21-7? Oh, 21, yeah, that, that you can do. You can do it to, yeah, sorry. I think that's what I meant. Yeah, I think you might have said that and my brain broke again. I, I don't know. It's a long week. Dry, dry basement. Yeah. And the, <laughs> and the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, set your face toward the Southland, preach against the South, and prophesy against the forest land and the Negeb. Say to the forest of the Negeb, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, behold, or God, behold, I will kindle a fire in you, and it shall devour every green tree in you and every dry tree. The blazing flame shall not be quenched, and all the fa- and all faces from south to north shall be scorched by it. All flesh shall see that I the Lord have kindled it. It shall not be quenched. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, they are saying of me. Is he not a maker of parables? So, so basically, it kind of sucks to be who he's supposed to be prophesying against. And it sounds like everyone believes he's just kind of full of a bunch of parables. Rubbish, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, that I could see. If somebody came to me and spoke in, like, parables and stories, like, all the time, they'd be like, yeah, blah, 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 man. Yeah. Later. Peace. And and he was pretty good at speaking in, in that that type of. You know, he started out as the prop prophet. I know what happened. He's like acting out now. He's all like, "Oh, let me tell you some riddles." Well, actually, isn't there like a signpost and some stuff in chapter twenty one? Oh well. Is that not considered a prop? Um, there's discussion about a sword. Okay. A sword. Sorry. A sword. 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 Um. Well, God directs Ezekiel to pronounce judgment against the South. Um, most yeah, likely. Yeah, take that, Texas. Sucks oh, to be, not, yeah, we're, not, we're, not the Southern United we're States. We're Midwest. We're Midwest. Uh, yeah, we're Midwest. We're, yeah, we're safe. Good. Um, most we're likely. <laughs> that was uh, Freudian there. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, no, yep, I can go some wrong places there. Um, see, now I'm lost. Judah. Most likely Judah. Not found in the Midwest. Um, yeah. Not not Texas, <laughs> right? Sorry, um, all Texas listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that looks like he's because the word "face toward the Southland" there actually would translate better like "face towards the right," um, which for doing directions that was kind of the common way. And facing the Negev would have been the desert region that was like right outside the land. So, yeah, it sounds like it's Judah, Israel, and all that's in it, essentially. And they just think it's a big story. Yeah. Oh, look yep. at this crazy man. Yeah. Yep. Nice parable. Oh, it's a story where God's going to cause judgment on both the good and the bad. Okay. You uh-huh. know. So. All right. Can we hear Mary had a little lamb? Yeah. Can we have the Noah's Ark story again? <laughs> I like the animals on the boat. Which is usually the, you know, we, we still need to go back and do like. The children's Bible. Yeah, the children's Bible thing. I would do it with all the people drowning. Mm-hmm. Like. And the bodies floating by the ark, and we, we should just make our own, like children's Bible. You know, this time like David has all the foreskins lying on the ground with. <laughs> now your wife's an artist. Would she be willing to do the art? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so we might have to hire a different artist. Right, right, dude. I we're we're doing this on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. The children's Bible, <laughs> the R-rated children's Bible. That'd be awesome. PG-13, parental guidance suggested. Ezekiel, through the eyes of the children's Bible. Uh, yeah. And you can do your judges thing? Finally. Imagine that in a children's judges. Bible form. I, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it later. We have tangified this podcast a lot. Tan- yes. I don't know, is this tangified a word? We've gone on a tangent? <laughs> is that what you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We're scholars, right? Absolutely. I mean, I just made up a word. Yeah. I actually want to look it up, but I've got too many tabs open <laughs> on my cell phone. Um, all right, so 21 through 21, 1 through 7. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, 
Um, give me a minute. So many buttons. And there's really no buttons on my phone. We are ADD tonight, aren't yeah, we? we? Yeah, we are. What is wrong? All right. Um, the word of the Lord came to... Is that a COVID symptom? Could be. But you already had COVID. I did. I'm, I'm bulletproof for seven months, or three yeah. months. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, okay. Um, the word of the Lord came to me. I'm screwed. Oh, uh, wait, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no bulletproof for you. No. For the third time, the word of the Lord came to me. <laughs> We're sorry, kind of. And I'm not going to remember to edit this by the time we get to it. So I edit. <laughs> we, yeah, exactly. Do you ever edit? You always say I'm going to edit. but I, I, What's funny is I just heard a, when I was going through the old podcast to get them lined up, mm-hmm. I say something like, uh, all I do is adjust the levels and edit out anything that, like, you know, is accidental, like uh-huh. swearing or dosing <laughs> or something. Like, yeah. Yeah, so no. no. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, set your face towards Jerusalem and preach against the sanctuaries. Prophesy against the land of Israel and say to the land of Israel, thus says the Lord. It's never a good thing. (laughs) Behold, I am against you and will draw my sword from its sheath and will cut off from you both righteous and wicked. Because I will cut off from you both righteous and wicked. Therefore, my sword shall be drawn from its sheath against all flesh from south to north. And all flesh shall know that I am the Lord. I have drawn my sword from its sheath. And it shall not be sheathed again. As for you, son of man, groan with breaking heart and bitter grief, groan before their eyes. And when they say to you, why do you groan? You shall say, because of the news that is coming, every heart will melt and all hands will be feeble. Every spirit will faint and all knees will be weak as water. Behold, it is coming and it will be fulfilled, declares the Lord God. So I'd like to first of all say that I prefer the NIV translation here. Um, because verse, I know, right. Are you going right to six? I think it's, is it six or seven? Breaking the loins. Oh no. Every heart will melt with fear and every hand will go limp. Every spirit will become faint and every leg will be wet with urine. <laughs> Wait, what is that? What? <laughs> verse, uh, seven. Um, every, Yeah. I lost it again. Yeah, verse 7. Their knees will be weak as water. So every heart will melt with fear and every hand go limp. Every spirit will become faint and every leg will be wet with urine. I am getting the freaking Hebrew on this. How how is that not something that came up in mind? It is coming. It will surely take place, declares the Sovereign Lord. I was like, that line is great. That's (laughs) even more interesting. Hold on. I'm looking to see if I have any Hebrew on this. This makes me mad that this did not show up. That's so lame. Hold on, I'm grabbing, all right. So so basically in the meantime, while he's looking that up, um, things aren't looking good. Both north and south, they're in trouble. Um, Sword, he's gonna cut down both wicked and righteous. Everyone, they're in trouble. Um, That's, that, that sword's not going away till something happens, Um, so. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a gunslinger walking around with a with yeah. his gun always out and pointing at people. Yeah, his wrath is imminent. It is it is happening, um, and when people realize that that's legit and it's happening, they're gonna freak out and pee themselves. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> uh, I'm looking. Hold on. Stop it! All right. He said, "Stop it." No, the app won't let me get into the Greek, or I mean the Hebrew. Oh, it won't? Not as easily. Yeah, like, I don't know, I guess I, the, the NIV, let's see, I'm trying to see what other translations say. Let's see. Huh, they must have pulled a different text, maybe? I don't know. It says here it means waters, waters, pretty much, knees weak with waters. Well, knees weak with waters, like, what, what? I mean, what waters would, what else would there be? I know, I'm like... See, they was and sounds, every heart will melt with fear, all hands will become weak, every spirit will become weak, all knees will be like, will be like water. Oh, well, urine, water, I don't know. I don't know, I prefer yeah, the I, translation. Oh, man, I need, to, I need to get my full computer out, because it lets me do more with the Hebrew oh, on it. does it? Um, that's interesting. What makes that more interesting is because it says... Uh, Um, as for you, son of man, groan with breaking heart and bitter grief. 
Um, it, that actually is um, with the breaking of the loins is what that's actually saying, which is closer to your urinary tract than mm-hmm. um, uh, your heart because that was the seat of both your physical strength <clears throat> and what they thought was also your emotional strength. Yeah. So that's more interesting to put that region into the spotlight, yeah. which is why I want to look that up. But my commentaries don't even say anything about it. Because this one says all knees will be weak as water. That's the ESV. And then I accidentally pushed on ERV. Didn't even know that was a translation. And that was the one weak as water. I'm going to see if I can... That that would be more awesome if, if that was really... If they're... Just because that's cool. I don't even know. Uh, Let's see. Oh, I'm not signed in on here. I'll have, to, I'll have to grab my computer and see if on Logos if they go into that Greek or Hebrew a little bit. That's awesome if that's... Because essentially, like, it's... Yeah, I mean, it's a... Uh, well, it's interesting because even the uh, message, which I was like, all right, well, make it maybe the message hits like something like that. And they actually say, hearts will stop cold, hearts will stop cold, knees turn to rubber. Um, I wonder if the NIV pulled out of a different uh, manuscript. I don't know. There, I love that, though. I know, I do, too. That made me That's, laugh. I'm, what, I'm interested. My commentary is NIV, and he says nothing of it. Like the oops, multiple windows not supported. You are lying. You're so well, lying. Well, maybe, maybe they go to a church that you can't use the word you're in. No, these are scholars. They don't care about that stuff. Okay. Oops, that's the wrong one. That's Jacob. But either way. Yeah. Sorry. What we what what we definitely need to know for sure is whether you peed yourself or whether your we your knees are weak out of pure fear um god's wrath and his sword is not necessarily something you want to be on the other end of um and if you think there's a way out it's not going to be sheathed until he's done so yep that's like i said i love the imagery there that like it's a terrifying bloody disgusting imagery Mm -hmm. um but like just a guy walking into a place just like hacking his way through and like you know, you're cowering under the table. Like, is he done yet? And he hasn't, like, put the sword away. Like, it's still out and ready in attack mode. Like I said, it's kind of like the gunslinger goes in and shoots the place up, and he's still reloading kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kind of an interesting look at this. Mm-hmm. So, next week you will let us know about this whole year and week thing. Yeah, I'm going to... Put a note to look up your... Oh, what the heck? Oh, he just pushed the button and it just went to the very top. He's got a lot to scroll. Yeah, it's like thousand. Actually, I could I could use the bookmarks. Oh. He didn't use the bookmarks. I paid almost nothing for this thing. You think I know how to use it? <laughs> well, I would say we probably... Because the next section is a little bit longer and I think all kind of goes together. Right, and we're we're spastic tonight. Yeah, I don't think we've got really time to go through all of that. Um, do you want to just kind of cut it tonight, and we'll? Yeah, I think that's a good place to leave it. I'm right. I'm still going to make a note about looking up the urine in the Hebrew. Yeah, because I I'm, I'm curious now. I didn't. I actually didn't even look at the other translations. Look. <laughs> Ooh, that's really big writing too. Oops. Urine. Hopefully, you remember what "look up urine" means. I know he really it, wrote "look up urine." It looks like it looks like one word, so it's like "look up urine, look <laughs> up urine, look up urine, look up urine." Oh, uh, the podcast podcast, the heavy uh, hitting uh, Hebrew translations you're looking for. Yes, I can't wait to be done with my masters and take more formalized Hebrew stuff. Hmm. Can't you wait. know, I'm I'm just trying to work on Spanish right now. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. pretty well. Doing pretty well. Um, you know, it's been a while since it's been t- telling me to congratulate you on a streak. <clears throat> yeah, I've been bad recently. Uh-huh. I have been. Yep, I had a, so I had ten students. I mean, it might be nine. Um, Spanish-speaking students that speak no English at all, and then one French kid that speaks no English at all. Where'd you, uh, how'd you get a French kid? I don't know, he came out of nowhere. Well, and, and came to Cincinnati. Yes. <laughs> And so um, apparently our district just took on 40 more, and they're not sure where it's going to go. French kids? Uh, No, Spanish kids. Oh, okay. Well, non-English-speaking kids. 
Gotcha. So. Twenty two fifty eight. What is that fire? Does that That's mean? That's my streak. Oh wow! That's how many days? Dang! That's a lot of years. I'll do the math. So. He's doing better than I am. Six point one eight years straight. Wow! <laughs> I've done at least twenty points a day 20 experience points a day on duolingo for 6.18 years did you ever use one of those little freeze things or did no you you guys were talking about it you've never used one of those things what is that because i've seen it in the store like in the ling dot store or whatever mine asked me to like always refill my little thingy things all the time maybe that's because i now i do i do either on a computer or on the app i don't always use just the app because the app is limited okay and it like my So if you go into the website, you can do these legendary. Mm-hmm. You can do them on the app as well. Where, like, when you complete a thing, it'll turn it purple. Yeah. If you do the legendary. I have, like, 25,000 wing dots Yeah. on the website. Uh-huh. And I have, like, far less on the app. So I, a lot of times I'll go on the website because who I have. I don't know how to look that up. Stop. Oh, uh, Dan finished third. Good job, Dan. Um, is this it? I have 1,300 here. Oh, wow. So I have a whole lot more on the actual app. I have like 25. So it cost me like 10 Ling Dots on the computer to do it. Okay. So I do a lot of it on a computer. Oh, okay. I'll break my Ah. thing right there. Yeah. Then you have to do it on a computer. Yeah. Got no choice. No no phone no more. All right. Yep. So everybody, thanks for listening. Sorry about the uh, ADD, but that's what you get when you pay zero dollars for a podcast. (laughs) And if you have been listening to us long enough, you realize. That's quite normal. Yeah, it is. So. All right. um, Watch out for God's wrath. Um, What's the takeaway here? (laughs) The takeaway is. Actually, I think there could be a good takeaway. So. We have to go back to last week, but but it's all right. it's all context, context, context. You know, like if you think about it, um, many times we may think we're being more spiritual than we really are. Um, we may think that the story that we're living is much different than um, the the reality story. Um, we may be worshiping more idols um, and maybe not worshiping God or representing God the way that we should. And sometimes God's got to take us through that that judgment, that that time of. Um, that time of wilderness in order to restore us whether we like it or not Mm -hmm. and it's not going to be fun whether you're talking about a sword and being cut up which sounds less fun uh, (laughs) or or whatever you know god is having to to cut out of our hearts um and you know work with to to bring us into that restored relationship with him that ultimately he desires to go ahead and um and have with us. And that leads to <clears throat> true knowledge. Mm-hmm. That leads us to true repentance. Yes. And you're in down your leg. Depending right. on the translation. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye.